Hi everybody, I am back with another fancy schmancy podcast episode. (laughs) This is a new concept, a new idea that I've kind of been exploring lately. Um, In my mind, I've talked about it with my friend for a little bit, but we, I guess I have come to a conclusion and I wanted to share it with you all. Um, Lately, I have been witness to a lot of instances where Um, a group of people or a single person has been asked how does God speak to you or how do you hear God in your life and I would imagine that that can be so disheartening and so discouraging to be asked that question when you don't feel or not feel when you don't hear him or when you don't see no that's not what I want to say it can be so discouraging and so disheartening when you don't hear him in your life when you don't feel like there is this direct speaking between you and Heavenly Father. And that would be so like existential crisis making (laughs) to have this question like, how does God speak to you? And you're a part of this church that focuses on personal revelation and you just don't feel like he does. Um, So I've decided to make a shift in my language. Um, Before I explain what the shift is, I want to emphasize that the words we use are very important and very influential, regardless of if we intend them to be or not. Positive self-talk can change a person in a matter of of months. Consistently being kind and saying kind things to yourself will make you feel better about yourself. The thoughts that you have are going to shape who you become. So it's important that you... You are intentional about the words that you use to describe how you feel, to describe what you think. And so that's why I feel like this this shift that I've made is really important and can be really beneficial. Um, I'm choosing to shift my language from God speaks to me to God communicates with me. Um, The reason that I'm making this shift is because the way that I choose to recognize God in my life is not always going to be verbal. And I don't know if that I've ever had like an audible whisper or an audible voice tell me what I need to do, how I need to act. Like I don't, I don't think I've ever heard God speak to me, verbal, like with words, you know. And granted, there are ways to, to describe speaking as like it spoke to me, it hit me hard. And that's, that's fine, but I... I think by shifting and making it about communication, then I'm able to notice God in a lot more areas of my life. There are so many nonverbal ways that God communicates with me through nature. I love the rain. I feel close to God when it rains and it's peaceful and, and the world is quiet and you can hear the rain. It's so, like, what's the word? Transcendent? I don't know. It's so amazing for me to be a part of that experience. And to be a part of that nature and hikes and the leaves changing colors and the water flowing down a river or like the animals, the birds in the trees. I know a lot of people who love listening to birds and how that is such like a heartwarming, life-changing experience to sit and listen to nature. I know so many people who have such a deep love for music and they feel close to God and they feel the spirit and they feel holy and spiritual when they participate in music and and music theory and and they can just I can see it in them they feel close they feel 
deep within themselves. They're they're in touch with their emotions and their spirituality, and that's beautiful. Um, I know that I have been communicated to through friends and personal thoughts that I've had while walking or studying or reading a book or sleeping, <laughs> like trying to go to sleep. And I know that even I've been communicated to through discomfort. Simply when I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'm I'm learning and I'm I'm growing and I'm understanding more about myself and what and how God is presenting himself in my life. Um I I do know that there has been like a rebuttal to the the phrase of like I see God in my life or I hear God in my life. And that is that it's simply confirmation bias, which is very possible. <laughs> like we're taught at church to to think every day of all the ways that you saw God in your day. And so you go through your day and you're trying really hard to find ways that you can see God. Even if like it really wasn't God. I know that might sound harsh, but like it's possible that it was just like happenstance like oh this just worked out nicely and it wasn't like I don't think God is necessarily sitting there with his little keyboard and his little mouse (laughs) constructing and conducting every single little teeny tiny thing that happens I do think he is overall and that he's in charge but he's got a lot of people to be in charge of and I know he's all-knowing and all-powerful but I don't think his intention is to like fix and change and tweak every single detail of our life but my not my argument because I'm not arguing with anybody but my opinion on is this confirmation bias is that regardless of if it is regardless of if I didn't think it was God until I was told to look for God in my life I want God to be the hero in my story and not the villain I want to find reasons to believe in God. I want to find reasons to... I want to find him in my life. And if it's me taking a look at, oh, I didn't trip while walking home from school. Like, maybe that was God keeping an eye on me or looking out for me. Then that keeps my mind and my heart turns toward, turned towards a, a God of love and a God of protection. A God of, like support and encouragement a god that loves me and wants what's best for me even if he didn't do anything necessarily to prevent or encourage me tripping on my way home from school you know um i want to see him in my life so i will choose him i would choose to see him daily in as many aspects as i can and i will be making a conscious decision every day to find see and feel him and how he communicates with me I I I really genuinely do want to see him in my life. Lately I've been going through a lot spiritually and this is kind of vulnerable, but I have had a lot of experiences where I've been very doubtful and have questioned a lot of things that I never would have questioned before. And I believe strongly that questions are good. And the experiences that you have when you ask questions are good and they're constructive and they're beneficial. So I highly encourage all to ask questions and to be curious about why God asks us to do the things that he asks us to do. Um, Finding your why in what you do and not just doing things because you're told to. 
And that has been a huge mind shift for me. And it's been really, really hard. It's been hard to sit back and say, why am I going to church? And I've had to remove, like, it used to be because my friends are there. And I like to see my friends. I like young women's. I don't have young women's. And frankly, I don't really have that many friends in my ward. I know a couple people and they're not even like my friend friends, you know. And so I've had to make it about me and Jesus Christ. I've had to make it about the sacrament. Sometimes it's simply about the opening hymn. I just want to sing alto for the day. Like, I I have to have these moments of like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And something that I believe can be helpful if you're also in this stage of life of just conflict and contention and confusion is to make an effort to see what you're wanting to see, to feel what you're wanting to feel. I I don't like saying these kinds of things like it's just a simple thing that you do. It's not simple. Like, I don't want to, to come across as like, oh, you just do this and you feel all better because that's not how it is. You can be as positive and chipper as you want and your life can still be sad and hard and annoying. Like, but But what I'm trying to say is by me focusing and making an intent effort to focus and see God in my life, I can rebuild my foundation that he is there and that he cares. Um, It's an opportunity for me to retry with him and to retry with myself and to redevelop this relationship that I want with him, whether or not it's it's actually there. (laughs) And I don't think that I'm supposed to sit here and make up things like make up God. I'm not here to make up situations in my life where I saw him. That's not my goal. My goal is simply to try a little harder to see him a little more in my life in the tiny itsy bitsy little details that I experience every day. And hopefully by making this mind shift of God speaks to me to God communicates with me, I will feel a lot better about the relationship I have with God and a lot better about how I'm doing in this gospel and in this church and spiritually. Um, It has been pretty discouraging to feel like I'm just kept out of the loop and that God isn't talking to me and that he's just leaving me to, to make decisions for myself. But as I make this shift, I'm hoping to see more ways that God intervenes and more ways that God presents himself to me to help me remain trusting and, and yeah, trusting, (laughs) I guess is all I want to say. Um, the last thing I want to add here is that you shouldn't go overboard with this. It can be excessive if you turn like every single thing into like, oh, God didn't, God stopped this from happening. Like I turned the light switch on and my house didn't explode. Like that's a little excessive and I think that can develop end up developing more anxiety in your life and can confuse you on what is God and what is your own thoughts like it can end up being pretty confusing but taking small steps every day to just notice God in your life and to make him a priority um, even if you just don't feel like it that's something I've been struggling with lately too is like I get up in the morning and I want to feel close to God. So I try to listen to a conference talk and sometimes it drags and sometimes I just want to turn it off. Sometimes I want to be done 
which if you need to, go for it. Turn it off. Be done. Five minutes is enough. One verse is enough. No study is enough if that's the case. But if you if you want to see these results in your life, I'm learning that I have to make an effort. Imagine that. <laughs> like, I can't expect to see God if I'm not looking for him. And God is not going to just appear in a cloud and present himself to me just because I don't see him in the little things. So that is my thoughts for today is making a shift from God speaks to me to God communicates with me and choosing to communicate with him in as many details in my life as I can. And I almost ended within the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's pretty funny, but I hope everyone is doing okay out there. I know that it's a trying time and don't get me wrong. I'm right there with you with questions and doubts and fears and confusion. So let me know if you have anything you you're looking to talk about, but I appreciate you all for listening and I hope you have a good week. Bye.